Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined, uh, as always, with Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union, and a return visit from Danielle Sommerfeld. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, Jenna, you've come back and Danielle's come back. I have no idea what our topic is, but last week we were talking about the stimulus payments. I take it we're moving on to something new. Yes, yes, we are. Um, something that I think if you know the past episodes that Danielle has been our guest on, you'll kind of have, I, th- I think you'll be able to guess it. So she's been with us um, on episodes 15 and 16, where we talked about budgeting. Um, she's been on episode 29, where we talked about how to successfully switch financial institutions. Um, episode 30, we talked all about certificates of deposit and what you can do with those. And then she came back again most recently on episode 70, um, where we talked about preparing your budget for a baby. Lots so budget talk. I yeah. Think. Yep. Lots of budget talking. <laughs> yes. Danielle is our budgeting queen. And so I have asked her to come back and join us again today because we are going to be talking about the common reasons that people feel like they're kind of failing at budgeting and then some tips and ways that you can improve that and what you can do about that to make budgeting a successful habit for yourself. Um, but before we kind of jump into that, I just wanted to really quickly recap, you know, what budgeting is and why it's important for those who maybe haven't listened to our past episodes or maybe just need a quick refresher, right? So a personal budget is simply a written plan for how you intend to spend your hard earned income. Um, budgeting isn't about depriving yourself. It's about taking control of your money, right? So making a budget shouldn't feel like a punishment, right? It's just a plan for all the money that you have, right? And that includes a plan for how you want to spend that fun money too. Um, but really making a budget is so important because it it really just encourages you to live within your means and put your money to work in the best way possible for you, right? So think of a budget as um, stepping stones to your financial goals, right? And really budgeting benefits everyone. It's not just for those who are struggling financially or make a certain amount of money. Um, because at the end of the day, budgeting is really going to help you um, better understand your relationship with money in general, right? Because tracking your income and expenses is going to paint this really clear picture of how much you have to save or spend. Um, but it also helps you be able to spot some of those patterns in your spending so that you can identify where you should be adjusting if needed. Um, and really a good budget can just help encourage you to put money aside into something like an emergency fund or even fund savings goals, like taking a vacation. Um, budgeting can also reduce the risk that you're going to be overspending by really helping you map out your expenses in advance. Um, but most importantly, budgeting is, it can be a really good stress reliever, right? I mean, it's not a cure-all, obviously, <laughs> but it can help take away the anxiety of not knowing if you're going to have enough money to pay a bill because you'll already know. You'll know exactly where you stand. Um, eliminate the surprises. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? So 
with budgeting, it's just, it's really important part of making good money moves, which is why we talk about it so much on this show and why we're spending a whole show talking about it again, right? So I just, um, you know, I, I thought today would be great to just kind of point out some of the common mistakes that people might be making that can really lead them to feel discouraged about making a budget. Because if you can kind of overcome some of these budgeting issues that you, you, these traps you can fall into, hopefully you'll be able to stay a little bit more motivated and continue budgeting and then reaping the benefits long term. Great. So I'm glad we're talking about this. Obviously, budgeting is one of my favorite topics as well. And uh, the common struggle part of it is important to cover. Um, I I think you pointed out only less than a third of the people even bother to budget. And I imagine a lot of it is because they get frustrated with some of these pitfalls and uh, mm-hmm. missteps. So maybe uh, what's the first budgeting misstep that you'll be sharing with us today, Danielle? Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. So one of the reasons um, that you might find out that budgeting doesn't work is because you haven't given it enough time uh, to really to really kick in. Uh, most often we get a little discouraged because we want to see um, things that happen right away. So you want to make sure that you're not um, getting your budget, or you want to make sure, sorry, that you are not always going to get your budget right the first time. So you have to be okay with writing some rough drafts. There's going to be some trials, some errors. You're going to learn um, that things are going to come with the budget the first time, but maybe not always come back the next time. I've been doing this now years and years and years, and I'm finding I still have to go back and redo things well absolutely and then like our last um, conversations we've had if you ever have life changing events your budget will change dramatically depending on what happens yeah and hopefully it'll be good things (laughs) yes absolutely Um, but yeah to that point I mean the likelihood that your your budget's going to bounce the first time is is pretty unlikely Um, so you're going to have to just continue to learn what your spending habits are and how far you're willing to stretch your income um, in your budget. The longer you stick with it, the more you will start to see the benefit um, that Jenna had mentioned earlier. It can take up to about six months or maybe even a year for you to start feeling the confidence um, in the budget decisions that you've made. And it can also take time to really see some negative effects of maybe what your spending habits are um, once you try to figure out what habits uh, you, you've been doing and you didn't really realize how much you're spending in those specific areas. Many times people will uh, give up on their budgets only after a month or so because they um, feel like they are making mistakes when they're talking about it every day is that right okay that's interesting oh just from experience too, the um getting used to the categories and understanding what category things should be in it's not a right or wrong answer it's how it works for your budget absolutely to be able to have that flexibility to reconsider what category something falls in it can be an eye-opener too and uh and the patience message. <laughs> you said six months to a year, and I can completely relate to that. that, that yes. Um, yeah. Especially the first three months. The first three budgets I put together were complete garbage. Yeah. Well, and it's like Danielle said, yeah. it's really that trial and error that you have to just go through it because a lot of times people just assume that the amount that they set for themselves 
in one month is going to be an exact copy the following month, but they fail to take into consideration, you know, different expenses or that, you know, they drove more one month than another month. And so it is, it's just about, it's a lot about trial and error and just learning what your spending habits are. Yeah. And learning when, oh goodness, I have a whole bunch of people have birthdays in June. That kind of yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> that seems to how it always happens, right? One month, all of a sudden you have six birthdays that you're like having to prepare for. <laughs> okay. So what, maybe some, what are, what are some other budgeting mistakes we can talk about? Yeah. Well, sometimes, I mean, People sometimes will struggle because they don't actually allocate uh, their money realistically, um, which is kind of what we were talking about, right? And sometimes people lie to themselves, and it doesn't actually help them when it comes to doing a budget. So the um, this can play out actually a couple different ways. So one, expenses are more or too high for what your income is. So if your net income the income minus your expenses is a negative number, that means you're spending more than you're earning every month. So this means you need to look at a couple different ways that you can cut back on some of that spending. Um, The budget isn't really a problem. It's supposed to be a realistic way of you to look at what your spending habits are. Uh, means that sometimes your expenses might just actually be too much for you to afford. And so we need to look at different opportunities for you there. Okay. We're talking about mistakes you can make budgeting that uh, might prevent you from doing a budget, which is one of the most important things you can do to make good money moves. And we're going to continue talking about budgeting with Sommerfeld and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union in just a moment on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell, News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobbles here and Danielle Sommerfeld from First Alliance Credit Union and Budget Mistakes, the topic this week. Some of the common mistakes. And uh, obviously, if you're spending more than you're earning, that's going to be a bit of a discouragement right away if you're working on a budget. Are there any um, other big mistakes, glaring mistakes out there that we can cover on this yeah, yeah. So we were talking um, talking before the break that there's a couple different key ways um, for you to to not allocate your money realistically. So the first way we were talking was that you you put too much too high of an income, but then also the second way is that maybe you put too much or you don't allocate enough money for your budget in specific categories. So really, that could be like underestimating how much you'll spend. Um, on gas or food each month. Especially food. Especially food. Oh, and yeah. People, yeah, people lie about that quite a bit. It's okay to be realistic on how much you go out to eat. <laughs> um, and then also any overspending in that month um, on different categories that you weren't planning for. But however, you will likely need to consider what categories to reduce in that process. So you'll have to decide um, where you can cut those costs. Right. 
and the solution oh sorry no as i say the solution just keep keep looking at your categories seeing which ones you can cut out is there anything that maybe you can unsubscribe to that you're currently subscribed to or are you spending more money on groceries versus eating out or vice versa when you really didn't intend to right anyway you're talking about mm-hmm. you you're just lying to yourself is the truth too because i know it's myself that i would if i wasn't allocating enough to one category and you know consistently every month i overspent that category yeah absolutely at that point you're gonna have to shift things somewhere on yeah and really that just it doesn't mean that you're doing budgeting wrong it just means that you you might need to just kind of rethink you know your priorities if your priority really is that you know you want to do the things you're doing and it's costing you $100 more a month than you thought it was, that's okay if you want to keep doing that. You just need to look at the other areas of your budget that you maybe don't want to hang on to still so that you aren't overspending mm-hmm. altogether, that you're balancing that budget out at the end of the month. And so, Daniel, you mentioned the obvious one, subscription services, and that could be these streaming TV services that have become so popular. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even... Simpler things too, such as like ATM fees, right? So if you're trying to get fast cash at an ATM and you're paying for a fee for it every time, well, that can really play a play a part into your budget too. Which just you know, First Alliance Credit Union does not have fees <laughs> for their ATMs. Um, or like we said too, what if there's an unexpected charge? Like maybe your dog had to go to the vet or you wanted to buy Girl Scout cookies from the girl next door. There's different things that you want to be prepared for for those event life events as well. Right, and that's something you can work into the future budget. Absolutely. Because it may have been unexpected once, but now that it's happened, you can say, okay, that is something that has to be factored in. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we say it can take, you know, anywhere from six months to a year to start feeling really confident about how you manage your budget because you you won't really know the best way to do it until you kind of experience some of these unexpected events to happen. But if you kind of are persistent with your budget and you keep kind of reflecting on it in in reviewing those spending habits that you have, um, you're going to start really getting a better feel for it. So that's why we say it does take time to get good at budgeting. It is a skill. Almost universally, we all noticed that we're spending a lot more eating out than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's an easy yeah. one to lie to yourself about, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's an easy one to, if you actually look at it, adjust for it and go, okay, it's okay, I'm spending money to go out to eat, but I'm going to say this is the limit. You know, and if you stick with it, it'll help you out a lot. Yeah. So I can see clearly why these situations would uh, would be discouraging to people as they're working to be successful at budgeting. What other kind of mistakes should we, looking, should we be looking out for when we're just starting out to budget? Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of the things we've talked about so far are definitely things that, you know, we use um, or look at as like living needs. Well, we also need to remember that we can budget for things that are kind of fun, too. Um, So living within your budget doesn't necessarily mean that you can't enjoy hobbies or any entertainment. You just simply have to plan ahead for the cost that will be associated to it. Um, which means, you know, planning ahead if you're wanting to do something fun or anything that could be recreational purposes, 
uh, cutting back too much on the fun stuff will actually lead you to probably hate budgeting um, more and you'll increase your chances of giving up on it. So if, for example, if you know that every Friday you and your family like to order pizza, set aside 20 or $30 every week in your budget or 80 to $120 a month so that you know that you can still get your pizza every Friday because that's something that will make you happy. Make it part of the budget. Absolutely. Uh, it could mean, too, that you maybe have to cut the funds from somewhere else if you're planning to budget for something maybe a little bit larger, like you're budgeting for a vacation or you are trying to buy a vehicle and you want to put some more money aside, it's okay to cut costs from other areas. You know, I'm talking it through, too, if it's a household and you can think, you know, you may have an idea what you think the priorities are, but they might not actually be the priority when you're talking about the pizza. Yeah. You, know, you could mm-hmm. talk to the rest of your household and they go, no, that's no big deal. We could skip that. That's no yeah, absolutely. We could yeah. do mac and cheese that night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ab- that's fair. That's yeah. And I mean, that's a really, a really great point, Andy. It's really that kind of that mental reconciliation process that you kind of go through to help figure out what are your spending priorities, you know, for yourself, for your family. And that process is actually one of the great ways that budgeting helps you reach your bigger goals for things like saving for a vacation or paying off debt or being able to put a, a sizable down payment on a new vehicle, things like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, budgeting helps you understand your how you spend money. That's it's one of the huge benefits of budgeting. Yeah, the pros cons side. Mm-hmm. If I want the vacation to Florida, is it worth giving up this? And either answer could be correct. Because you could say, no, I would, and then you're not going to Florida, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're, we're talking about some of the pitfalls people run into as they try to become successful at budgeting to make good money moves. Daniel Sommerfeld and Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union with us. And we'll be right back uh, in just a second here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's such a beautiful night. Look at the stars. They're amazing. Did you know 20% of Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble and Daniel Sommerfeld from First Alliance Credit Union. And the topic this week is some of the um, mistakes that people make when they start out budgeting that may discourage them and stop budgeting. And uh, kind of mentioned you can't um, you can't be a, a punishment. you got to include the things that you enjoy in life plan to make it a realistic budget plan. Any other mistakes that uh, we might make when we first begin doing this sort of thing, Danielle? Um, Yeah. Another mistake uh, that we tend to see quite a bit is that when people are starting their budget, they're kind of guessing at what their monthly expenses are. Uh, So it's really important that you take the time to sit down and go through the categories to figure out exactly where your starting points are and what your budget really will look like. The best way that we would um, 
suggest you do that is to look back a couple of months. Maybe that means you go back at least three, if not four months, and just kind of see what your average um, spending is for those categories. And if you go back any further, like six or nine months, it might even be more beneficial because you'll understand exactly where where your spending is going. Preview the past uh, few months of expenses. That's always the best way to figure out um, where you can understand what your spending patterns are. You'll know exactly how much you spend on your food, your utilities, your gas, and your entertainment. Um, even if you don't spend the exact same amount every month, you'll likely be able to, to get a ballpark. Um, and then you can adjust your budget accordingly to make sure that you, you stay in line without having any big dramatic adjustments for the next month. Um, and we do suggest that, you know, you just don't Google how much you should be spending on specific topics because it's not necessarily always going to give you the most accurate numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's a, that's a really important um, thing to note because I think a lot of people go, well, how much should I be spending on groceries? How much should I be spending on this or that? And that's something that you'll just Google. And there's tons of people out there that'll tell you exactly how much you should be spending. But the reality of the situation is everyone is unique. Everyone is different. Everyone um, lives in different places. They have different spending habits, different structures to their families that are not taken into account by those super general numbers. So that's why we say use your own spending patterns as your guidepost when you're creating your budget, because that is what's going to set you up for, for success, because that's where you are today. And if you want to change that, you can certainly work towards those different goals for your spending. But you need to know where you're starting. I can see why that would be discouraging if I went to Google and did that and they came mm -hmm. up with some sort of number. And in my situation, for whatever that reason would be, I'm spending significantly more than that. Uh -huh. That would kind of make you look at it and go, well, why should I even bother? Yeah. Whack. But that's mm -hmm. not the case at all. I mean, you find that out almost immediately um, that depending on what your lifestyle is, you're going yeah. to be spending either significantly yeah. less on something than what the average person is or significantly more. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Lifestyle stuff. So any other tips you'd like to share with us on budgeting? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I think probably my last thing I want to make sure that I hit on is that just to make sure that people uh, realize that this means that we have to really make sure that you're tracking where your spending is happening. So in order to make sure that you stay on track uh, with your budget, you need to track exactly what you are spending regularly um, and try to do it as soon as you can. So don't set aside some time, whether it be each day or each week, just to keep reviewing what your spending habits are and keeping your budgeting categories um, as up-to-date as you can. This will keep you from having any large surprises uh, at the end of the month if you did overspend in one area versus the other. And then you'll know right away if you're hitting your limits um, and if you have some maybe extra wiggle room for some more spending. It really will just give you the opportunity to to take a look at your full picture. Yeah, I'm almost now almost obsessively do it every week. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't do it every week, I kind of get that little itch in the back of my head saying, "Yeah, better go look at that right now." Yeah. But, and, yes. I think there's a certain what do you call it? You know the the dopamine push or whatever that when you do do it regularly and you get it kind of 
zeroed in after a long period of time, there's a little bit of satisfaction every time you do it. You go, oh, look at that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As always, fantastic information on budgeting from Danielle Somerville at First Alliance Credit Union. And uh, Jenna, I'm going to turn it back over to you because I imagine that you have a lot of great resources we can tap into as well when uh, somebody is thinking about budgeting or they're discouraged while starting out. Yeah, absolutely. So I, as always, I strongly encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, a lot of talk about budgeting, about savings, all the things that we've talked about here today, along with things like debt payoff, debt consolidation, all the things we talk about on this show, we write about in our blog as well. Um, we also have educational resources um, like our online guides on topics like budgeting and savings. Um, of course, if you're a member at First Alliance Credit Union already um, and you're not yet taking advantage of some of the free online tools that we have available for use, like our My Money tool, which is a, a budgeting tool that will actually help create your budget for you and help you track it um, from multiple accounts. It doesn't have to just be your First Alliance Credit Union account. You can pull in information from all kinds of places to help you get a really good full picture. And that's a free tool that you have um, within your online banking. Um, it's a way to kind of... Um, fiddly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can take a little bit of time to get it set up and tweaked the first couple of times you use it. Um, but once you get it dialed in, it is so smooth and easy to keep track of your spending and help you stay on budget. It's it's a really great tool. Um, we also have the My Cards tool, which can also you can also use to help you um, stay on track with your spending. You can kind of limit your debit card usage um, if you find your yourself struggling to stay on track on your own <laughs> kind of some self-limiting tools if you need them um but then uh, you know we mentioned a couple different past episodes of this show earlier so if you wanted to go back and listen to any of those uh you can find those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com you can also subscribe to good money moves on apple google spotify and tune in podcasting services um of course if uh you want some actual help um to make your budget and get kind of pointed in the right direction making these good money moves when it comes to budgeting just reach out to our team of advisors they're really here to help you um, make the most of your money whatever whatever your goals are they're here to help you meet those goals absolutely good stuff and always good information thank you so much danielle good to have you on again thanks andy thank you for having me guys yeah yes Jenna, i'm sure we'll, we'll talk to you next week absolutely then we come back for another episode of good money moves right here on news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm rochester's radio home of gopher sports news talk 1340